welcome to Clear Horror High. Hosted by Chris Vecchio and Nikki Jack. Welcome back to Queer Horror High, where we're queer, we love horror, and we're really fucking high. I'm Chris, and I'm a queer Gemini demon with a Jason finger. (laughs) I'll explain that later. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Nikki, and I'm still here to put the whore in horror. And today we are covering our first foreign language movie. Yay! Though it is dubbed in English, because it's an Italian movie, (laughs) so it's technically... uh, in English, what we just watched. But yeah. it is Demons by Lamberto Bava. <coughs> what? Are we not watching the same one? What did you watch? Demons? Yeah, from 1985? Yeah, what happens in yours? Like it's a movie theater filled with demon zombie people. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Because what I watched is Dario Argento. He presented it, but he's not the director. Okay. I think he, like, executive produced the, like, re-release of it. Okay, and mine does say 1986. I was like, bitch, we watching the same thing? Y'all, we might have had a different movie this week. We might have had to do two. Round them up. <laughs> bike to bike, sorry. <laughs> we get real high over here. I was like, oh, bitch, we might need to pause for the cause. I got to watch a movie right quick. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad we uh, got on the same page. Thank God. Uh, yeah, so... To reference my Jason finger, I got a new little splint. Yeah. It's not not a splint, but it's it's like like a finger cast. A finger uh, cast thingy. Instead of the fucking metal thing with the ugly blue cushy shit on it that I had for a while. Is that not a splint? I think that's technically called a splint. I got a new one that's breathable and it looks like a little hockey mask on my finger. It's a little white, it's a little like clear piece of plastic. It's cute. We should like take a picture and then on the queer horror high page, like put a little coverall suit around it, like Photoshop a coverall suit. We should. Also, um, it's a good Coke nail. (laughs) Oh my God, it is. Or a good K nail, just anything you want to snort. Yeah. Mm, Keep that for later. You never know. You got to plug up that little hole, though, or some of it will go right out. <laughs> yeah. Do you get to keep that? Oh, yeah. This you paid is mine. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay for it. They just gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, but it's yours. You paid for it's it. Mine. It's mine. It's You mine. paid for it in blood, baby. I did. <laughs> it's the United States healthcare system. You paid mm-hmm. for it. Thank you, state of California. Yeah. Um, what's the high tea, friend? What you smoking on? Um, I am smoking on sweet tarts. Yeah. I've probably smoked on that before. You know, it's a pretty common one. I'm pretty sure it's an indica dominant hybrid. Um, it's lightly sweet and uh, tart because it's sweet tart and that's what it tastes like. It's a nice little body high. Good for anxiety. Yum. What are you smoking on? I have a cookies and cream dabs. And then I also have, fuck, this one I think it's either the Zope or the lemon pound cake situation. Cartridge. I don't remember which one it is, but either way, I'm really stoned. I also might bust out one of these um, PBR, like, weed drinks. There's a blood orange mango one um, that I got in the fridge chilling for me. So I might bust that out in the middle of the episode. Is it actually PBR, like, from Paps Blue Ribbon? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. It's just, like, a faux thing. Yeah, they're the same people who did... Not your father's root beer. Um, okay. The weed one, though, or the, I don't know if you've seen the Jones soda, the mm-hmm. Mary Jones soda. Yeah, those people. Okay. Um, they also do the St. Ives drink that I had on the episode that one time. <laughs> oh, good old St. Ives. The high tea. It's called high tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We fuck with that. But yeah, that's what I got. How was your week, friend? Um, it was good. Still jobless, still looking, having a good old fucking high ass motherfucking time every day. <laughs> fun employment is what we call that. Definitely fun employed. I, that's definitely a phrase that I would probably get annoyed at if a 24 year old was saying it to me. But you know what? Yeah. Today I am fun employed and I excuse everyone for using that phrase. <laughs> but when it applies to me, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, exactly. I'm turning into uh, an old person one uh, minute at a time. Yeah, just leaning more into the Gemini of it all. <laughs> I feel like that's a great time to be unemployed right now because it's summertime. Don't want anyone I got to work in the heat like this. Um, I also didn't say that over the course of this day, not in the last hour or two, I have had about six shots of vodka. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> tomorrow, Andrew and I are seeing Tori Amos and he loves her, so oh he's very God. excited. You guys are so gay. Oh, I, I know. We're such lesbians. <laughs> Seriously, though. Oh, I forgot. I saw a thing. I had a good week. <laughs> I saw Barbie. And I went to the Barbie premiere party at the Elbow. It was Ooh. so much fun. It was seriously my Cinderella night, you guys. Like, I felt like a princess. Like, everything was pink. Everything was Barbie. Like, I am a literal Barbie girl. So everyone knows that this was going to be my Super Bowl. Like, I love everything Barbie. I've loved Barbie since I was little. I tell my, like, friends all the time. My mom used to take me to Toys R Us when I would do good in school. And she'd be like, I have $100. You can get whatever you want. And I'd head straight to the pink aisle. And she told me when I was older that I'd spend way more than $100, you know. But I got, like, every Barbie in the aisle. I had, like, moving, like, large, you know those large shipping container things? Mm -hmm. Like, plastic bins I use when you're moving and stuff. I had, like, five or six of those full of Barbies. And one was, like, just the dolls. One was just the clothes. One was just for the accessories and, like, the houses or the place that um i had a barbie sheets i still have a barbie toothbrush i had the seized candy barbie the black one <laughs> barbies were not cheap even in the 90s when we were kids like 38 dollars for the simple one yeah you could get an action figure for a little boy for like 5.99 yeah but you could not get a barbie for five for less than 40 you was getting maybe a little kelly for 22 <laughs> and yeah. she didn't come with anything yeah he got skipper for a for a hot 30. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 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 She was almost Barbie size, Skipper. Yeah, you can get Teresa and friends, Christy and them, you can get her. Nope, she was still in the 30 to 40 range. Because the if they was black, if they was celebrities, if they was like the world Barbies, Barbies of the world, those were expensive. They all came in cases. You had to keep all the clothes on them. I had like three collectible Barbies and my mom kept them at my grandma's house because she knew I was going to open them. Because they was like, Beautiful, like beautiful gowns, gorgeous gowns. <laughs> love, love. So yeah, I had so much fun. I went to the Elmo Draft House. I got a pink lunchbox with a pink thermos inside. And it has bees all over with a little Elmo stamp. Before they showed clips of Ryan Gosling when he was at the Mickey Mouse Club and like him doing like oh, dancing <laughs> choreography and stuff. Like when he was on like different competition shows. And the story itself was so good it had like a real plot it had like real character development for multiple characters it checked all of my boxes and it left me like i cried like i cried a good cry it like really put the good girl power boundary in your back and it just made me like really want to fucking you know Stayed in my womanhood even like that much more, which is always why I've loved Barbie, because she was a bitch with a job and she stayed with she stayed with the trade, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she stayed with trade. And she just like always looked fabulous. She was a Virgo. She was actually a Pisces, but she had to have Virgo placement somewhere. Cause it was giving <laughs> like, I'm well put together, I keep a job, and I look good. Maybe a Taurus too. I don't know, but Barbie just was like that bitch. Yeah, Barbie wasn't crying all the time. And if she was a true Pisces, that Barbie would have been smeared, makeup. That's not how you would say that. But you know what I mean. She would have been crying. <laughs> yeah, it's a messy little crybaby bitch. But um, <laughs> actually, that's if Barbie was a cancer, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but every scene, like, my eyes were locked in. There's sometimes where a movie, like, I'll, even when I'm at the theater, like, I'll check my phone. <laughs> mm -hmm. I turn my phone off. Completely. I needed to sit there for the whole two hours and whatever change and just fucking go all the way in. And I wanted every look. I wanted every accessory, everything she wore. At the end, there's like this really cute hot pink Chanel moment she had. Mm -hmm. I need that. So if anybody's father is um, <laughs> down to buy me that look in particular, holler at your girl. But yeah, everyone, please go see Barbie. I guess go see Oppenheimer too. I'm going to no. see it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Fuck Christopher <laughs> Nolan. I hate Christopher Nolan. I, I don't hate too. all of his movies. But Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, and whoever wrote that fucking script with him, they very clearly left out all of the indigenous people. Oh, yeah, like New Mexico stuff. and like- Yeah, the Hispano people who yeah. they were displaced and made to leave at like last second's notice so they could do all that shit. Yep. And then those people were basically forced to work there without PPE. Yep. And got sick, and generations of those people became alcoholics and drug addicts yep. because of all of that mistreatment. How they casually left that out. Yeah, just leave all of that out. Yeah. That's not minor. And it's still ongoing, the effects of that. So it's just crazy that they wouldn't, allegedly they didn't even touch on any of that shit. And like, I know not every movie needs to touch on every aspect of everything. But if they're going to hold him accountable for the way that the bombs were used against the Japanese, why not hold him accountable for the way it all started? Facts. So that's all I got to say about Oppenheimer. Crappenheimer. Okay. We like the Barbenheimer memes, though. Y'all can keep them oh, coming. no, yeah. I'd rather see people come together than the stupid, chuddy, incel bros wanting to outdo Barbie by seeing Oppenheimer because they don't want a woke movie to win. Fuck you. <laughs> and I think it's funny that just women being stoked about being women is, like, woke. <laughs> We're like, oh, my God, it's so good that we can have jobs and, like, well, positions of a little bit of power. Never as much as men, but we are still here. And they're like... Shut the fuck up, bitch. Take you and your pink and get the fuck. Make me a sandwich and listen to us talk about bombs. If you're not talking about your bomb-ass pussy, then we don't care. And you're like... (laughs) They're trying to make everything feminist. And it's like... Well, and they don't like that. There's an Asian Ken. There's black people. Why is Issa Rae in there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a fat one. Anyway, um, yeah, so we are talking about demons today, and we are being demons right now. So, <laughs> woo! So we just had to take a a Nikki cough break from her incredibly big dab. <laughs> Fuck, dude, I'm so high now. So, demons from 1985. This is a super fun, short, bright, uh, very fast-paced film, and we start off in this uh, subway car in. Berlin, and I just love all of the 80s punk rock hair in this I was like, every like, 80s punk rock stereotype is on this train. It's very, very fun and great. It just looks like a giant Billy Idol video. It's Berlin. <laughs> and Berlin is, like, definitely a weird, edgy, kind of industrial goth city. I've had um, someone from my past <laughs> t- <laughs> tell me that I would especially enjoy Berlin because of I like like punk and metal and all that stuff. That I'm like, I would thrive there. So I've always thought about going there. Yeah, I've never been to Berlin, and I would definitely love to go. Should we go? We should. That'd be fun. We've actually never gone on a vacation. I know, because I've been to London and I've been to Petty, Petty, and Barcelona. That'd be but- so fun <laughs> if we went to Berlin and like another, and maybe we could go to Paris too. Yeah, I loved Paris. I would definitely go again. Anyways, that's not what this is about. We're not fucking doing TripAdvisor. (laughs) (laughs) No. So um, this girl, Cheryl, is the girl we're following right now on the subway car. And she is in a blouse that looks like a British teacup. If you know what that like white and blue porcelain, like British teacup print, you know what I'm talking about with the gold trim. That's what this blouse looks like. Always in a baby girl's room, too. Oh, yes. That weird tea set that's always in like a little girl's room. You're like, And it's always like a little too small. You're mm-hmm, like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. babies don't drink tea. Make this adult <laughs> fucking size. <laughs> babies don't drink tea. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she finally gets off at her stop and she's kind of like weirded out because she thinks someone's following her. And naturally she makes herself a mark and starts running because she like, I think she like hears footsteps or something. And okay. Mm-hmm. So when I was at the Barbie movie, when I left, I took the last BART train home. That's literally the best time to get a, a second show, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the people that you try to avoid are taking this train home and, or to wherever. And, like, all you can do is just act just chill. Don't act unfuckwittable. Be an NPC, if you will. 
Mm-hmm. Big NPC energy. If you think someone's chasing you, like physically running, yes, run. But if you're like walking by yourself, you look behind, you don't see anyone, just walk a little faster, but still just like be cool. Don't fucking bolt. Mm-hmm. She annoyed me doing that. She like saw a reflection of a guy that looked like the fucking Terminator. Yeah. But that was it. Like, he was gone right away. So I feel like there was no reason to necessarily there was give so yourself many, away. So many other crazy looking people on that fucking train. Like, Yeah. A metal eye did not stand out in that crowd. And again, no. it's Berlin in the 80s. And Terminator just came out, too. I'm like, that could have just been Terminator cosplay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he basically actually was following her and cuts her off at the top of the escalator. But he just hands her a gold ticket to the Metropole Theater. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, as soon as she sees what it is, she's like into it. And she goes and asks him for another one for her friend, Kathy. Bitch, it was just running. Exactly. You were just running away from this guy before you even knew that he was following you. Now you're like, well, actually, I see it's a little insight. Can I get another <laughs> one for the homie? You're like, bitch, <laughs> you was just scaring me. Now you want more. Okay. This is how Ted Bundy got it done. Because uh, that's fucked up. I'm not blaming the women. But like... <laughs> There was that craze at this time, though. Like, if you see videos in the 70s and 80s, early 80s, about Ted Bundy, there's, like, women on the news being like, oh, my God, he's so dreamy. And it's, like, this weird thing of handsome men. Not that this guy was handsome. Handsome or interesting men. men. Yes, white men, especially. Just doing bad things. It's intriguing. And uh, It enables a lot of these bad men to get away with it because they know that they can use that to get victims. But yeah, she tells her homegirl about the little movie and it's at a spot they've never heard of. And she tells her the name of it. But um, yeah, her homegirl's down. She's like, I hope it's not a scary movie now. She's all scared. (laughs) She is. But I don't know what happened here, but at some point we see a redhead just chucking herself out in the mirror. She looks so cute. Her hair is fine. It's so bomb. There's so much good hair. It's just long. And it's giving Beyonce's Renaissance era just that long wavy. Just mm-hmm. down to the waist. This is a nasty curl. And she has a cute ass little green dress on. Big ass popping collar. Like she's put together. She knows it because she's looking in the mirror like, I'm that bitch. Oh, yeah, she's. She's kind of dressed like a Christmas elf. A little bit, but it's more chic than it. I wrote that she's serving Christmas elf chic. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. She is a little more chic than that. You know, I'm gonna give it to her. I'm gonna give her her sevens. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this like theater is cool because yeah. she's the like ticket girl uh-huh. checking everybody in, uh-huh. and there's like a goth samurai statue on a red dirt bike holding a gold mask in the lobby i'm like they went all out this is fun yeah i'm like oh is it a museum type beat like this is cute they have like interactive pop-up art or whatever but yeah everyone's um gathering dan at the theater and everyone's in the little like um What's lobby. it called? Lobby, yeah. And the girls are fucking with this old vending machine. They get ripped off, and two boys on the side peep them. And they're like, oh, two girls trying to get sodas? Let's go interrupt and and be men over, to, over next to them about it. Not just any soda, a Coke, because we get so much Coca-Cola so product placement. <laughs> Everything is a Coke, 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 Coke. Everyone's drinking Coke. And sorting. We'll get to that. Exactly. (laughs) Factually. Um, I do love all of the old horror movie posters in the background of this theater, though. We have um, Herzog's Nosferatu, Metropolis, the old uh, silent sci-fi movie, and Dario Argento's Four Flies on Grey Velvet, which I saw in a movie theater in Brooklyn one time. Mm -hmm. But as Miss Christmas Elf is taking tickets, um, she gets tickets from this, like, older couple and the guy is like, this movie theater has actually been closed down for years. So they must have just renovated this shit for this premiere. And I'm like, that's a bit of a red flag. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. It's like a lot going on at this theater just for like one showing. I know. Yeah, it was very off-putting to say mm-hmm. the least. And if you notice when they all were walking in the theater, the sky above the theater was blood red. And that was super cool. But oh, it's yeah. just like, it's just like a little sliver at the top of the screen. So if you're not like looking up at it, I don't think I noticed that before and other times I've watched this, but I'm like, oh, 
how does no one see the blood red sky? <laughs> yeah, if you were there, yeah. But some blind dude is like with this bitch and he's like bossing her around and he was like, don't touch the mask. I called her his seeing eye bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said later. <laughs> it is actually his daughter. Yeah, but she's low-key his seeing eye bitch because he didn't even get her to describe everything she sees for him. It's so so much labor. But yeah, he like warns this bitch like, don't touch the mask. And she's like, touch what? Because it's gone. Because this black girl who looks super cute with her little Rick James beaded wig. Goretta, Goretta. Oh, yeah. I love Goretta, Goretta. She is so <laughs> Um, interesting. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, wonderful. She touches the mask. I think she puts it on and she tries to like scare her pimp and um, the other <laughs> hoe. Probably a bottom, yeah. the bottom bitch, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely his bottom bitch because the pimp is pissed that she's like into these shenanigans. He's like, mm-hmm. bitch, put the mask down. I'm scaring this precious white queen. <laughs> <laughs> AKA my top dollar. Just the way he acts reminds me of Terry Crews and white chicks. <laughs> Absolutely. He's like, first of all, she is my highest, highest <laughs> earning employee. So I need you to be absolutely the most fragile with this bitch. <laughs> um, and then stop touching shit while we're here. We just came to see the movie, put that shit down. And so she's like, sorry. And then she puts the mask down, but it's she gets a cut on her face. And she's like, oh my God. I love her outfit, though. Her, like, Rasta-themed spandex outfit with the leather jacket. It's bomb. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but, yeah, the Dubros, they like, kind of follow mm-hmm. the girls into the theater because, like, the girls are sitting down. They're like, hey, let's sit next to him. And the girls are like, I bet these niggas are sit next to us. They're white, so they didn't say niggas. <laughs> but, still. Yeah, the only black people in this movie are the, 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 the and the hoe. <laughs> It's Germany. Uh, it's an Italian movie, more importantly. And Italians. Uh, <clears throat> I know my people. Okay? <laughs> they hate that I exist. Okay? <laughs> Which is so funny because Italian Americans and Italians are white people that have a lot of. Look at our skin. There's a reason why it's darker. They are the niggas of Europe. Italians weren't considered white in America till like the 30s. Exactly. They were like hardcore. They're like, no, you guys are dark and brown. Move. <laughs> they were like, well, actually, we can discriminate now because there's darker and browner people than us and like fucking hairier people. And you're like, oh, OK. I low key think that Italy joined Hitler in the war because they were like, we're white, too. Just yeah. so you guys know, we're <laughs> By white. Way. By the way, we are white. We are pure. <laughs> we are pure. <laughs> it's so true. And that's why I don't talk to that half of my family. Um, no, that's not true. It's deeper than that. <laughs> but um, this theater is also super fucking empty. I'm yeah. like, this is a very specific uh, invitation. He was a terrible street team member. He didn't get enough flyers out. Goddamn. No, These was free it. tickets, too. They were free. I'm like, did is this all you did? But anyway, um, this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Because I mean, it shouldn't be. It's just funny. So Rosemary, who is Goretta Goretta, mm-hmm. she's sitting down next to her pimp, and she asked him if he brought the popcorn, and he just goes, shut up, you stupid bitch. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. And she she's just laughing. Like, Goretta Goretta just seems like she is having a ball in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's just bringing, like, chaotic energy to every part of this. Even before shit goes nuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the movie starts, and it's about Nostradamus, and it has, like, a hair metal soundtrack, which I love. Yeah. I was like, okay, I did not see this coming, but here we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, the theater's, like, glowing all red and shit, and the movie takes place in a cemetery, and they're, like, talking about uh, Nostradamus's predictions of the coming of the demons, and you're like, hmm, I wonder where this is going. The movie is called Demons. So Miss Christmas Elf is patrolling the theater and she tells the hookers to stop smoking and they immediately just light up when she leaves. I love that energy. Even though if I was in a movie theater and someone was smoking a cigarette, I probably would be pissed. But this was the 80s. So this is where you could smoke on planes. It's true. Yeah, you could smoke anywhere. We talk about this all the time. Being on a plane ride with a cigarette next to you. Oh, no. I'd have to get so drunk. Even then, I might get more aggy. I'm smoking weed. 
I remember cigarettes on planes when I was a kid going to Florida. And I was just like, no, Ernest, put the fucking ciggy out. <laughs> put it out. There was like ashtrays in the seats and shit. I was so glad when that phased out. Me too. Even like cigarettes in restaurants. Fuck that. Anyways, not the cigarette chain. I have friends who smoke cigarettes, so I love you guys. But Not shaming the vice. Yeah. Not shaming the vice itself. If you smoke cigarettes because you need it for your nerves, I absolutely get it. <laughs> no judgment. I might take a Xan. I might fucking smoke dabs. I have all kinds of silly things I do. But um, Christmas Elf is patrolling the theater. And I think her name is Ingrid. But Christmas Elf is just what I have in all of my notes. Mm-hmm. So that that's what it's going to be. I think I called her like Imogene Heap and then like I was blue. <laughs> I just called her every famous redhead I knew it. With Nicole Kidman. <laughs> just kept naming redheads. Yeah, she doesn't even notice that the, the the hookers don't listen to her. And I'm like, why would anyone listen to you looking like that? But um, some, like, balding creep sits next to Werner the blind man and his seeing-eye bitch daughter, Liz. Yep. And uh, it's definitely, again, kind of weird because this theater is empty. But it immediately cuts to Liz making out with him as if her father, who's blind, also doesn't have ears. He can hear all of that. Like, that's mostly what he uses. He's like a fucking snake. Like He's directly next to you. Oh, my God. He's like a snake. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's just going off of the vibrations. (laughs) Yeah. In the chair. He probably is. You're fucking around in that seat directly next to him. That shit is shaking. Yeah. And he can, like, hear. You know, he's totally, like... You know, like those animals who can't, like, see, so they have to rely on their fucking other senses. You're almost having a three-way with your dad. Basically. It's gross. So, um, in the movie itself, uh, the teenagers, whatever, it doesn't matter who they are, they find Nostradamus' tomb and open it like idiots. Like, of all things, you find an ancient person's tomb and open it. White people love opening shit they don't need to. (laughs) They love getting into shit they don't need to. That's true. So many horror movies wouldn't have happened if th- if that didn't happen. Movies and real life. Close the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close the book. Stop reading out loud. Why are you repeating what you're reading out loud? <laughs> I know, God. Like, that's the only way to make it worse. And don't read it in your head. Just chant it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Several times, yes. <laughs> but they find a book in the casket. There is no Nostradamus. And uh, the book is in Latin and about demons. And the same mask in the lobby of the theater is also in there. And the book says, whoever wears the mask becomes a demon and an instrument of evil. And immediately we're like, oh, no, Rosemary. I mean, you're already chaotic. And that's why um, (laughs) blind motherfucker was telling her, don't touch it, bitch. Like, (laughs) Like, okay, well, all you can rely on is touch. What if I put it in your hands? So the guy in the movie who tried the mask on starts bleeding from his face and immediately Rosemary starts bleeding from the same spot on her face. So she goes to the shitter, which I call it the shitter in this case because it is like a pissy, gross yellow lighting in this bathroom. Probably to mirror the sallowness of zombie demonness. And she washes her face, but the cut will not stop bleeding. And it starts pulsating and grows into a boil. She starts looking like Streganona. Yeah. And it bursts <laughs> just as the guy in the movie, like, stabs himself in the stomach and dies. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and if you're one of them Dr. Pop, pimple popper people, this is totally... <laughs> yeah. Your kink in a movie. Fucking gross asses. Yeah, there's some bursting boils in this. <laughs> mm, 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 I'm shaming. <laughs> Not to strike a no, she better don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the title of the episode? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we got it. Oh, God, that was good. <laughs> that was nasty, too. Wow. And she's Italian. Extra points. Extra yeah, points. Extra points. Extra <laughs> points. This is an Italian ass episode. This is our um, Italian awareness month. <laughs> <laughs> we are both Italian, so yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. So, Carmen, the other hooker, uh, you know, prize. The prize. The I top re- bitch. Yeah, the bottom bitch. The bottom bitch. The bottom bitch, yes. Uh-huh. That reminds you of that um, South Park episode, Butters, bottom bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Butters was a pimp on accident and then for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah. So Carmen, she goes to check on Rosemary and finds her in a stall with, like, claws and green slime oozing out of her mouth. And I'm like, this shit is fun. Mm -hmm. I love how immediately graphic and like recognizable this is like the demons in this movie you don't see these exact type of demons and other stuff yeah they went out of their way with the yellow eyes and this like robin's egg bluish glue that oozes out to like make them unique yeah i said she has like a crest and scope like (laughs) foam (laughs) mouth foam and then she has like tree branch hands because her hands are just like like just like really tree branchy they were so gross yeah, the effects in this are really fun. Just don't look too close. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It was nasty. And I made chicken wings after I watched this, so I was like... Oh. Because uh, it was crazy because when I pulled them out the air fryer, they, like, bubbled a little bit, and I was like... Mm. Ooh, like her skin? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I'm going to sell the fuck out of these, though. And they hit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I, I, uh, but, um... Rosemary scratches Carmen in the neck and then chases her backstage. Uh, I don't know why Carmen is like futzing with the fucking curtain. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting lost in something that you need not get lost in? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Get away from the curtain. But um, the woman in the movie now gets killed. She gets hacked. Uh, they are hacking these hoes up in this movie <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> hacking these hoes. <laughs> So Carmen, like, finds her way behind the projection screen and starts turning into a demon as the next girl is attacked. And then she falls through the screen and everyone goes and runs to help her. And, um, where am I? And then she does that crazy thing with her tongue where it looks like a straight up dildo. Like, her tongue looked crazy. I, it looked like a Persian cucumber. <laughs> I was like, I definitely would have taken the seat. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's definitely like Slim Jim length, but much thicker. It was like, like mm-hmm. it, it had a little reach to it. But um, the transformation drag is so kooky because you could just like see is pretty see these finest makeup. Mm-hmm. The like yeah. fake wounds because the scratch was so deep and like shiny and the red was so like of the blood was like so vividly red. It's very vibrant. Like mm-hmm. the Italians really love primary colors. Yeah. Lots of brightness, lots of reflection. Uh-huh. Just uh, decadence. They love a decadent visual. Rich. While this is going on, Liz and the Baldi that she's been making out with, they're like backstage now and Her blind-ass daddy is freaking out because he can't find her. Uh Um, I'm like, just follow the sucking noises. But um, Rosemary very gleefully strangles them with the same rope at the same time. How does that work? Somehow this rope around both of their necks is enough to strangle them both to death. Sure. (laughs) Didn't she rip his neck too? Because I feel like I had the thing that was like, she ripped his neck like a gift because she like spread it open. (laughs) I think she "Ah." did. I was like, that's fucking fierce. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. But like, Carmen is like full demon now in front of everybody. And as she like stands up, the guy that uh, Rosemary just strangled drops from the fucking ceiling and hangs in front of everybody. Yep. And she starts, like, spewing her ooze out. Her She's, you know, flicking her tongue. Her Nosferatu demon teeth, like, push out her real people <laughs> teeth. Um, and they show this shit up close. If you're squeamish, actually, I don't know. It's so over the top that I don't know if it would actually bother people. Yeah. But they give it to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciated that. But she jumps off the stage as everybody's running away and rips that old guy who was talking about the movie theater earlier rips his fucking um neck out with her claws just totally fillets his neck yeah and then the blind guy comes across his daughter's mutilated body and rosemary just rips out his already useless eyes does i'm like he's already blind girl why you gotta do that she's just adding insult to injury it, yeah I'm like you just be an extra mean now Go off. <laughs> <laughs> she really does just look so happy to be murdering. Uh-huh. And I like that for her because she's technically the first victim, I guess. So, you know, if you're going to go first, you might as well enjoy murdering everybody else. Pretty much. So everybody who's like left, they devise a plan to like figure out what's going on. But they're like, oh, my God, it's a movie possessing us. Like, we got to get rid of the movie. We got to fuck up the film. And so they like. The pimp's like, smash everything! He gets so freaking aggro. <laughs> he gets like, 
wow, you really want to take over, don't you? Um, he's just used to being in control, used to being just like full throttle with the, I'm like, damn, dude, not everybody here is your hoe, nigga, damn. But apparently they are, because they did everything he said. He really does take control. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, smash everything. And then they try to smash everything, and then um they're like, wait a minute, it's it's not the movie, it's the theater. Like, because they destroyed the movie and nothing happened. Like, nothing changed. Like, shit was still pretty crazy. Um, But now extra blind-ass Werner lets them know, like, what's tea? He was like, the theater was haunted and possessed by whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know if it's after or before. But while the other people are, like, wrecking everything in the projection room, some, like, white lady in a blue suit goes into a storage closet but Rosemary scalps her mm-hmm. and those like douchey dudes, what is, I think their names are, I wrote them later when they actually say them. They do not really give a shit about names in this movie. They don't. We don't get Mary or Mary Cheryl's name until like George has to sit next down to her. Yeah. We only get Kathy because she references Kathy earlier. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, Rosemary scalps her and those guys see it and they barricade her in with a vending machine. And I'm like, that's going to come back to bite someone in the ass. <laughs> yep. But this is one of my favorite parts because after they like break everything in the projection room, we basically get like a new set of characters for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. Because at the end I was like, well, okay. They just wanted to bring some more people in, I guess. I think that they just wanted to have an excuse for the demonic entity to get out of the theater. Okay. But they did not need this, but I love this side story just because it's so stupid. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate that it's just here anyways, even though I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These like four Europunks are driving around in a station wagon that they just stole. Mm-hmm. And we get some primo Coca-Cola product placement. Do. But um, the best part about the product placement is that... Um, the guy asks his friend to hold the wheel for a second and he actually uses the straw that's in the Coke can to snort Coke that's in the Coca-Cola can. (laughs) So Coke's fine with this? I guess it's Italian Coke? Yeah, I don't know. Is that okay? Maybe because they used to have cocaine in the Coke back in the day day, like way before this, obviously. Yeah. Maybe they were like, eh, it's not too far off. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, is this like a thing... Yeah, you would think that Coca-Cola wouldn't want the product placement in this movie if that's how it was being used. Huh. But yeah, they just doing Coke out of the Coke can, and that was a really silly part. <laughs> I said so not Sylvester Stallone is pissed because at some point the all the Cokeheads fight over it and it spills, and he has like a rage fit because he's like, what the fuck? This is good shit. <laughs> Everybody scrape off every gram. And if you know... You know. You can see it in his eyes. Nobody wants to be around that guy at a party. And nope. we've all been around that guy at a party. And it sucks every time. You're like, listen. I was, oh my God. I almost name dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. That was a really close one, Nick. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, at some point, I guess my nose go, this bitch is ugly, because I guess I didn't think that the girl in the backseat was cute. No, she had great hair. Yeah, well, I guess. she had yeah. big hair. I don't know if I'll yeah. say it was great. She looked like she had got electrocuted. And then called a not Sylvester Stallone Rambo, too, which is really funny. Um, I thought that was just, like, silly, because I was like, they know that he doesn't. He's trying. (laughs) But the other people are continuously tearing this theater up, and we just keep getting shots of them doing that. But then back to the punk kids, some dude's like, looks like there's still some snow in the valley. And he is using a razor blade to, like, get the remaining coke off her titties. And then at one point, he's, like, massaging, not massaging, but he's grazing her nipple with the razor blade. And I'm like, he's gonna cut her titty. And he does. Yeah, and then he do cut her titty. Hard. Like, she's like, oh, my God. And I, and I looked like she was about to, like, fuck him, honestly. I thought she was, like, turned on. Cause, but then she just, like, was rightfully angry. 
No, she was definitely pissed. She almost looked like intrigued, but I think she was scared yeah, because same. the other guy was like pretty volatile in the front. He was on, he was having coke rage mm-hmm. pretty bad. So she was outnumbered anyways, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all three dudes and you, and then there's coke rage involved and a nipple, raising nipples out. And like, oh my God. I know. I'm like, I don't want a, an, a slice right over the nip. Though she did not get sliced on the nipple. I think it was by it. It was like right by the nip, you know? It was by it. It was yeah. like almost under titty. So in the theater, um, Tony the Pimp goes to dispose of Liz's body. <laughs> but that older man demon that got his neck ripped out, Frank, I think is his name, pops up. And Tony stabs him, causing him to slump over a chair and spew his, like, demon bile all over this girl, Hannah, who was there with her boyfriend, and she was, like, hiding on the floor. So we find, you know, there's many ways to get infected in this. It's not just getting bitten or scratched. Like, even if you just get their liquids in you or on you. Yeah. You shall be a demon. Yeah. Like, these, these demons spread... Rapidly. Very easily. Yeah, so... Tony also has everyone, like, make a barricade from all the debris that they fucking destroyed in there. But he does not do anything yeah. himself. No. Like, he made everyone his hose real fast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, his actual hose got turned into demons, and now he's like, he's you're like, all my hose now. <laughs> I need some replacements. <laughs> I was like, okay, and they obliged. They did it, so... Yeah, but uh, it doesn't last very long for him because as he's barking orders, Liz and Baldy Demon... (laughs) Chomps down. Yep, get him and start chomping and pull him over the rail and they cut that rope because they are not risking uh, Tony being a demon up there. So bye-bye, Tony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, also, I like how the the punks were also listening to White Wedding by Billy Idol when they spilled the coke everywhere. (laughs) I was wondering why that... I was like, does that have anything to do with it? Maybe that was the only song they could get. I wonder, because I'm like, was Billy Idol really fine with... You know what? It was at the height of his fame. He was probably just like, whatever. Yeah. Did they find the room already through those weak-ass walls? Do you remember that? Yeah. That's how the punks hear the people inside. That's right, because then they were they were running from 12 anyways. But because then the cops run into Werner, and they, like, shoot his little demon branch hand. <laughs> It's <laughs> good hand, because that's what it looks like too. <laughs> but he does get one of them first, uh-huh. so eventually, I think that's how the demon virus infection, yeah. whatever, spreads. And then we still have poor little Hannah and her little scary ass nigga, who are just like they're climbing through the vents, and they're so committed to each other. It's adorable. But yeah, they're climbing through the vents. They're crawling and crawling, and Hannah, Anna's boyfriend's like, "Oh my god." I hear someone. Someone's like following us. We got to keep going. Do you hear that dragging sound? I don't even think she really responds. She just keeps like crawling. And then at some point he's like, here, get in front of me. I'll like have your back type thing. He's like, I can still hear like now they're in front of us. And he's Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute. And then turns around and it is hard because he had a cut on his face. So they got you with the okie doke because they made you think that he was the one that was going to be infected. And it was actually the bitch. Mm -hmm. So... And I love the the poor continuity here because yeah. they keep showing the like the claws. creepy ha- the claws like scraping on the, the the vent as she's going, but then the long shot you see her hands are totally fine. And so are his. So the whole time you're confused, you're like, was this <laughs> the nigga? This is the nigga because my hands are my hands. My notes are like, oh, his hands are about to change. This nigga is like, you know, on her ass, and no, it's it's her hands. They just didn't shoot it well. Which makes it even better to me. <laughs> Gives it some charm. I love it. Yeah. I, I also love her demon face. That was good makeup. <sighs> but yeah, she takes a bite out of crime. Uh, I was about to say a bite out of crime. She takes a bite <laughs> out of him. And, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, lipstick on a pig is what my next note is. <laughs> <laughs> Because the punks, after they go in the movie theater, which the movie theater door literally opened for them. Yep. If a door to a building opens for you, would you go inside? No. I wouldn't. But I guess they were running from the cops, who did threaten to shoot them just for running away from being asked about their IDs. Uh Uh-huh. It's just like the cops to threaten to shoot teenagers in the back. Just for a simple violation. You going outside? I'll fucking kill you. He's like, though oh. they did steal the car. <laughs> yeah, even though they did it, yeah. But yeah, so the punks move the vending machine 
because they're like, oh, let's go in this room uh-huh. where Rosemary was. But the dudes leave because they're like, okay, this is a dead end. And Nina, which they say, the girl punk, uses the mirror <laughs> to put lipstick on her coked out face. And <laughs> yeah, she is so pouty. She looks so high. I wondered if they put shit in these people's eyes because they look high. High. And um, the blue suit lady with the no scalp comes mm-hmm. and attacks her ass and she starts screaming. And this is where we get like the maybe the coolest shot in the movie. It's super iconic, actually. Yeah. It's that shot of like the demons coming up the stairs all together uh-huh. with their yellow glowing eyes yeah. and like the blue light. I love it. I said they were like, they like sashayed uh, their way to the, <laughs> to the bullshit. Okay. I wish it was a little more slow, like, lasted a little longer, and we got to see them shuffling like a thriller video. Yeah, exactly what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the group in the theater hears the commotion with the punks and thinks help has arrived. Boy, ain't no help coming. You better get down. And then no. they're like, rip apart the barricade. Get out of there. Let's cheer apart. I'm like, why would, why would you, you do, do that? that? That's the whole point. Even the two douchey guys are like, can you not, like, stop, you fucking idiots? Like, you are just about to let them all in. Why would you immediately just think that that's hell? You're an idiot. And they're right, because as soon as they start moving this shit, a fuck ton of demons immediately get inside. A bunch. And just they start like pop up. Fucking these people up. Pop up. Guess who, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Kathy is immediately attacked, but she bites the fucking demon's fingers off, but all of the blood from the hand goes down her throat, and you're like, oh, Kathy. Leaking. A lot of them are leaking. There is a lot of leakage. Um, Christmas Elf is attacked while trying to crawl away, and she becomes a demon. Yeah. Um, which I thought that she would be part of it. I almost thought she'd be in on it, but I guess she I was just so a I thought so, too. Just like a, yeah, a, just a, a misguided employee. Mm-hmm. She probably That's got it. hired down at the train station, too. On she her way did. back to the American Girl doll store. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rosemary crushes Frank's wife's head, who we've seen a little bit throughout the movie. And she looks so pleased with herself. Like, Greta Gretta really is just having the best time shooting these scenes where she has to kill these people. I love it. Same. But uh, the teens, a.k.a. George and Ken, by the way, George looks like 35 and Ken looks 15. This is a little strange. That's like the hide and go street kids. It's like, okay, they be kind of pushing it with the age differences in like actual character, like actual actors. Mm -hmm. Like these both are 18 year olds. They're not even 21. Neither one of them is close to 21. No, one is like eight years younger and the other one uh, has a 10 year anniversary of his 21st birthday. Exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. But, um, so they're the only ones that get out. Those two guys, Cheryl and Kathy. So they crawl under all that shit. But now Kathy is all, like, passed out. And as they go to enter the vent that Tommy and Hannah were just in, Kathy turns into a demon. And Ken kills her by bludgeoning her with a vent grate. Yep, she got got. Mm-hmm. He he vented his frustrations. <laughs> but, like, she arched her back, and out her whole ass back comes this demon that climbs out that bitch and um, just, like, slashes uh, not Ezra Miller in the chest. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Ken. <laughs> now he's slashed and having a crisis because he's about to change. Guys, go on without me. You guys, just leave me. And George is really emotional over it. They have, like, an emotional bro moment here. Yeah, because um, Cheryl's like, we can't just let him change by himself. And it's like, bitch, yes the fuck we can. Okay, did you see what happened to the rest of these bitches that changed? This bitch just birthed a demon from her back. Okay. <laughs> and you're trying to go comfort this nigga through the, chi- the shift. No, bitch. Also, where did that little demon go? We never address that again. That demon comes out of her back and doesn't attack them, does it? No, it never comes back. We don't even see what where it goes. Okay. Yeah, no, we never got resolution to that. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess I was supposed to be like, they'll never notice. And we didn't. So anyways, yeah. But it's like, damn, girl, it's kind of hard to be supportive right now, Cheryl. But okay, girl. But yeah, they have a little heart. Hort to hort. <laughs> And then uh, Ezra asks for, like, 
the big chop because he sees a sword and he's like, just take me out with this man. Take me out with this. And then while he's whimpering, he does all like, Yeah, he makes those sounds. Are we getting like disturbed singer noises here? Corn. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's from corn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, now I'm going back into disturbed. That's, oh, I was thinking of Ozzy. Oh, God, I'm mixing I, them all I, up. I don't <laughs> but yeah so he asked for the big chop and he's so me he's like take me out with the biggest one we got like i want to go with the big boy don't give me tony's little weak ass um fucking switchblade give me this massive ass sword no he wants the samurai sword yeah and you know what? like if i was gonna go out in this whole thing too why not go big yeah and i think they oblige him right uh, yeah. 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 He decapitates him very dramatically. Yeah. The blood splatter is huge. It's massive. And George then decides to take, take the, the motorcycle. Or it's not a motor. It's a dirt bike for sure. Yeah. And he gets Cheryl on the back of it and he just starts mauling demons. With a sword and everything. With the sword. One of them gets their hand stuck in the bike spokes and he yeah. revs it and it gets all chopped up. That's cool. It's just like a battle scene. Yeah, there's a lot of stabbing and decapitation. Um, at one point, Cheryl falls off the bike. Yeah. <laughs> which causes George to, like, turn around to look, and he wipes out. I'm like, come on, Cheryl. Get it together, bitch. Keep hold it on together. Tighter. You have one job. Just hold, hold on. on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be falling off in the middle of this shit. Yeah. But we see the, the other punk guys as demons in there. We never saw them die. No. No, we just saw um, the gir- girl punk. Yeah. Theodore the chipmunk. That's what she looked like. (laughs) She was so ugly. She was definitely Theodore. She had pudgy cheeks. She kind of looked like the bitch with the clown perm from Chopping Mall a little bit. She also kind of reminded me of the ugly neighbor kid next door in Toy Story, Sid. Oh my. (laughs) One of his mauled toys. (laughs) One of his mauled toys. Oh my God. So George basically kills all of the demons. He kills Christmas elf demon, all the punk demons, everybody dead. So they hear a noise on the roof after all the demons are dead. And then out of nowhere, a fucking helicopter uh, just crashes through the roof. That's when I stopped taking notes, Chris. I stopped taking notes. I said, bitch, a helicopter and it's nothing but question marks for the rest of the movie. Because what the fuck? I guess, like, from the policeman getting slashed outside from Werner, that caused, like, this infection. Somehow someone in a helicopter got it. Like, did you come down, get hit, and then you flew up, but then you got demoned, and then you crashed? <laughs> We're going to go with that. Okay. Because the pilot's head is all exposed, <laughs> too. I was like, That's I cool. a helicopter, honey. <laughs> this looks like... What I, oh my God, I cannot. After Gabby Petito in the last episode, I cannot say what I was about to say. (laughs) You know what? I listened back to that and it's not as bad because I'm not actually making fun of her. But yeah, so after that helicopter uh, bursts through the ceiling, the demons enter the theater, but George starts the helicopter blades and mangles all of them. I'm like, one of them got mangled in the head. One got mangled in the waist. I'm like, this helicopter blade has range. <laughs> uh, it was just like, how the fuck? But I don't know how. The, somehow they climbed up out the damn theater. And then MF Doom is up on the ceiling. Um, or the <laughs> roof. And fucking shows up again. Mr. Terminator. Yeah. And he's uh, like him and Georgie in a little tussle. And now he's like taunting George who's falling off the roof or whatever. And he's, like, trying to smash his face. And then late-ass Cheryl comes up, finally. This felt like the longest dangle scene for some reason. He was just dangling off the side of the building trying to climb up. And it felt like forever for her to get to him to, like, knock this nigga out. But she finally did. She stabbed him with a grappling hook. That's how they got on the roof. Yeah. Because somehow there was a grappling hook in the fucking helicopter. The fuck, dude? You know, you know, grappling hooks in every helicopter. That's a standard thing. I guess so. But yeah, they kill him. And then the whole town, when they finally get down, is like chaos. There's fires everywhere. Everything's just crazy. But it's just like, everyone's a demon now. 
It looks like the beginning of Resident Evil 2, if you've ever played that. Oh, yeah. But out of nowhere, they get picked up by like, the only people who aren't infected. And it looks like a little family. And this mm-hmm. kid's got like a fucking AK-47 or some crazy ass shit. He's got a big ass gun that's like bigger than him. Yeah. And if you've seen um, the movie The House by the Cemetery, this kid is Bob from that movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Bob stands out because he had such weird little Willy Wonka teeth. And also just the parents go around the whole movie just calling out to him, Bob, Bob, (laughs) Bob. They call this kid's name so much. And it's an Italian movie and the kid's name is Bob. It's just so ridiculous. (laughs) This is the most Italian episode we've ever had. It is. Uh, They they weren't even calling him Bob. Bob. It was just Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob. <laughs> it was Bob, so Bob, fucking Bob. weird. Bob, 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 Brad. <laughs> Bob, Brad. No, we can't you do it again. It. We, you can help it. We've already done it. I know. Yeah. I, I really couldn't help it. But um, they say that they're driving away towards the country, and Cheryl looks like she's not doing so well. And this might be why she took a while on the roof to stab Mr. Terminator with the, the grappling hook. Yeah. Because as... The credits are going, and we think that this movie is over. Because the way I almost turned it off, ooh. Yeah, Cheryl turns into a demon, and the little boy immediately just shoots her shoots and blasts her. her off the Jeep with that freaking shotgun he has. So quickly. Couldn't wait. Mm-hmm. And George, like, looks shocked at first, but then it just cuts to them driving away, and the expression on his face is just like, see Content. you, bitch. Yeah, just like, good <laughs> He's leave? like, the dead weight's gone. <laughs> she was holding me back anyway. He's like, I couldn't show it to her in the moment because I had to be a man, but God, God, she was really slowing me down. And I think there's a young-ass daughter in this family, too, so he probably would just wait oh. on her. You know? It's Italy. She's legal, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she looked like she was about 15 or 16. That's yeah. a go there. Yeah, she could definitely drink, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're drinking at three in Yeah, Italy. exactly. But yeah, you guys, that was Demons. Uh, We did watch the same movie, so what a relief. And (laughs) I am so high right now. You are. Closing notes, I just love the 80s hair metal soundtrack to this. Yeah. It's super fun and all like the big montage sequences of demon murder. Um, There's lots of fun heavy metal. And there's like a creepy industrial score for... Just the regular music. So uh-huh. it's definitely and it's very visually 80s. fun. Like it's like you said, really like rich in color, bright, mm-hmm. fun. Like it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yes. Very, very Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and like it just has a fun watch. Um for this, I'd I would smoke a hybrid. Because it's just like a bunch of zombie kills. Uh, there's some cool like special effects and stuff that you probably want to like watch and pay attention to. But yeah, I feel like a fun hybrid would do you do you some justice. Yeah, I, could, I would do probably an Indica hybrid because uh, it's it's a fun little ride. It's a short movie, so I don't think that you're going to necessarily, you know, get totally zonked out from that. But um you know, you do not really need to pay attention to plot details here. It's just yeah. fun. This is yeah. pure fun. Just watch the shit and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I need to uh, eat a lot of food and maybe lay down. So Me too. I have Chipotle here to, to be eaten. Oh, nice. I have chicken wings. The same chicken wings from before? Having more? Mm-hmm. I made a big batch, so I got I got like at least like eight wings left. So, okay. One question before we go: drumsticks or flats? Ooh, flats. Okay, okay. Flats. I love flats because I learned how to eat flats. You twist them a little bit. Yeah. And then you get the meat, so you don't uh-huh. have to stick your finger through the middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Suck it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love them both, but I do have to. I'm a basic, and I do like the drumstick just because I like that big fat piece to just rip ah, right off ah. like a maniac yeah i love a i love a flat but i do i don't care if i have a mixed thing i don't mm-hmm. care because i'll fuck them up both i love chicken yeah you go with boneless all of it in the same thing i'll eat all of it i love all of it i'm not fucking with boneless unless okay. it's nuggets <laughs> is that my weird my weird thing like i won't have a tender okay I'll, I'll have a nugget you know, you like less surface area. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I won't have like a boneless wing. I'll have a nugget though. 
It's the I'll same have thing. everything. Is <laughs> it the same thing? Yeah, it might be. It's just a different size. That's it. It is yeah. the same. All right. Well, talk to you guys later. On that note, yes, yeah, stay scared, stay high, and um, eat some fucking wings. Yeah. Because they are good. Good. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Queer Horror High. Damn, that shit's good.